You are listening to One Flawed Mortal. I'm Esme, Flawed Mortal in Residence. A deliciously soapy comedy drama with a dash of murder, Desperate Housewives is an American TV series beloved by millions of women. The story centers around the lives of four housewives who live on the idyllic Wisteria Lane. Throughout its eight-season run, our ill-fated housewives face infidelity, arson, murder, and more, and do so while trying to remain sane. While the whole show was rather transformative for me, there is one recurring theme for Gabby that I will never forget. Her quest for happiness in all the wrong places. Gabby is a former supermodel who married her handsome husband, Carlos, for his money, only to find out that money can't buy happiness. Fairly early on in the series, Gabby is in bed with John, the teenage gardener she is having an affair with. She tells John that Carlos gave her everything she ever wanted. Then why aren't you happy? asked John because I wanted all the wrong things. While I was never a supermodel, and I certainly didn't marry for money, I really resonated with Gabby. Gabby and I both saw a life of luxury and wealth as the source of lasting happiness. And we were both terribly, terribly wrong. The problem with happiness is that we aren't taught what it is, not in any real sense. When we are children, we see our parents, siblings, friends, all laughing, smiling, and having fun, and we assume that is what happiness is. As we grow up, as we go through high school and college, as we move out on our own, The realities of being an adult in our modern society quickly overshadow happiness. Or rather, what we perceive to be happiness. What we don't realize about those laughs and smiles we see as children is that they are not indicative of happiness. They are indicative of joy. Happiness and joy are not the same thing. One can experience a moment of joy and still be profoundly unhappy. Before we go any further, I think it's necessary to examine the difference between joy and happiness. The dictionary screwed up on this one. Joy and happiness are two very different things with two very different definitions. Joy is not a synonym for happiness. Joy is a momentary emotion evoked by experiencing something positive. Happiness is a state of being in which you feel deep contentment. Let's say you find your favorite TV show from childhood on Netflix. That warm, fuzzy feeling in your chest as you rewatch the series isn't happiness, it's joy. 
It's the joy of experiencing something that made you feel joy as a child. It takes you back to a simpler time, a time most of us associate with comfort and love. Many people believe that buying things they like makes them happy, but this isn't true either. That is joy. But depending on the reason for the purchase and how you use what you purchase, you could become happy. If you're joyful because you got a new pair of running shoes and you could finally start jogging, you're feeling joy at the idea of becoming what you perceive to be a better person. Whether that's healthier, thinner, more disciplined, whatever. No matter how fantastic the shoes are, it's not about the shoes. It's about the future you that the shoes represent. Being healthier, thinner, more disciplined won't make you happy in and of itself. Many people believe if they just fix that one thing, they will be happy. Often, they discover they are just as miserable as before. But if you take the time to sit with your emotions and you let yourself see how far you have come, you will be proud of yourself. You will be more confident. And that does help you create happiness. In this way, those running shoes which made you start jogging, which helped you become a quote-unquote better person, can in fact lead to happiness. Happiness can't come about from something as simple and trivial as an old TV show or from simply buying a new pair of shoes. Happiness, true happiness, comes from within and it can only come from within. Happiness comes when you are at peace with yourself. Happiness happens when you like who you are and you are accepting of who you are. For when you like yourself and you are accepting of yourself, there is nothing you cannot do. You won't shy away from standing in your truth. You won't hold yourself back. You will find a way to do what you were put here on the earth to do. Joy and happiness go hand in hand. When you are happy, when you like who you are, it's easier, it's almost automatic, to manufacture joy throughout the day. When you are unhappy, discontented with who you are, it's much harder to see joy, let alone manufacture it. It's harder to feel joyful on a regular basis when you are deeply discontented. Manufacturing joy, allowing yourself the space to feel joy, will open you up to the possibility of happiness. Just because joy is a fleeting emotion 
doesn't diminish its value nor its impact on your mental and spiritual wellness. How do you become happy? I wish I had a simple answer for you. I wish I could give you a formula and tell you to mix together these five things and drink the potion. You'll just magically be happy. But I can't. There is no potion. Happiness requires work. And the work is dirty. It requires looking back through your memories and getting in the muck. You have to dig around in your soul and you have to get comfortable sitting alone with nothing but your thoughts. The journey begins when you decide to stop living your life on autopilot. It begins when you decide to stop being the person that society said you have to be. When you decide that you will become who you are meant to be and not who you were conditioned to be, you will be miles ahead of everyone else. From the time I started happiness work, it took me a good two years before I felt genuinely happy. Doing the work was the hardest period of my life, but now that I'm on the other side of the muck, I can honestly say it was worth it. Does this mean that I never get sad? No, no, of course not. Sadness is an emotion, and I feel it just like everybody else. Since sadness is not the opposite of happiness, it is possible to feel both simultaneously, and I often do. I can feel happy as my underlying baseline about who I am, my place in the world, and what I am doing on a deeper level. And I can also feel profound sadness for the world that we are living in. I still get anxious about some things, and I still get fearful of other things. I still feel joy, I still feel sadness, I still feel frustration, I still sometimes feel like, why am I here? But just because I still question doesn't mean that I'm not happy underneath all of that. I know that if I were to die today, that I would be content with the woman I turned into. So how do you begin happiness work? What do you do to become happy? What steps do you take? And how do you get started digging through the muck? And while you're digging, what the fuck are you even looking for? That's the topic of the next episode. In the meantime, I want you to get out and manufacture joy. Take a walk in nature, put on your favorite song, drink a really fantastic cup of tea, hug your favorite person. While you are experiencing moments of joy, while you are manufacturing moments of joy, I want you to notice the things that make you feel joyful. Start to see if you can notice a common thread, because we're going to be using that in our next episode about happiness work. Make sure you subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player so you get notified whenever there is a new episode. 
Show notes and more are available over at oneflawedmortal.com. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.